Welcome, and thanks for listening to the sermon podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Honolulu. As we're still in the very early part of 2022, today's sermon serves as a good starting point for making changes to better ourselves in the new year and beyond. Time to turn off our accumulated knowledge and turn on our inner wonder. Here's First Pres Associate Pastor Tim Shaw. Good morning. I'm Tim Shaw, one of the pastors here on staff at First Pres. Happy New Year to every single one of you and to your families. As we look ahead to a new year with all the challenges and opportunities that are before us, I want to encourage us to lean into those challenges and opportunities, not only with our gifts, skills, and experience. I want us to go beyond what we think we already know and what we believe we can do. And that's going to require that we be able to pivot to make the shift from experience to learning mode. So welcome to the Rookie Zone. Life lived in the Rookie Zone is an amazing way to live. It's amazing because when we live in learning mode, we are suddenly open to all sorts of possibilities. The ability to embrace our rookiness and shift into learning mode, no matter how young or old we might be, is a skill. It's a skill we can recapture if we've lost it. We can learn how to be a learner once again. I find it liberating to live in the rookie zone. Sometimes God chooses learning mode for us. We find ourselves in a situation we did not anticipate. We're at a new school with no friends. We receive a medical diagnosis that terrifies us. We have a child and we have no idea how to make them stop crying in the middle of the night. Sometimes rookie mode is imposed upon us. Other times we need to choose learning mode in our work, in our volunteer service, in our relationships, if we want to continue to thrive in life. We need to choose to make ourselves a rookie because the truth is that sometimes we're stuck in our lives, in our careers. We need to make a decision to place ourselves once again in a situation in which we are in over our heads. I wanna encourage you to embrace the rookie zone because if you do, if you can face any fears you might have about being in learning mode, I think God might have some really amazing things in store for you. Liz Wiseman in her book, Rookie Smarts, Why Learning Beats Knowing, makes this amazing statement. Is it possible that we can be at our best when we are underqualified? Do you ever feel underqualified or unprepared to face the challenges in your life? I know I do sometimes. Listen carefully to what Liz Wiseman asks. Is it possible that we can be at our best when we are underqualified, doing something for the first time? With the right mindset, she says, we can. When we are stretched to reach beyond our current capabilities, we can open ourselves up to learning from everyone and everything around us and tap into a different mindset, what I have come to call rookie smarts. I love the term rookie smarts. Could it be that when we find ourselves in the rookie zone or when we make the decision to pivot from our experience and expertise and re-engage our capacity to be a learner, that we might just be on the cusp of making what could be some of our best contributions to the world around us? I think the answer to that question is absolutely yes. I say that because that has been my experience. All of us bring degrees of expertise to our jobs, our relationships, to the ways we serve in and through the ministries of First Press, for example. 
I am so grateful to God for all the ways that you bring your gifts, passions, and skills to bear in our community and the wider world around us. Those gifts, those areas of expertise are something to celebrate. But what I want to talk about today is our ability to shift, to pivot from our areas of expertise and reconnect with rookie mode. I don't know about you, I feel very much like a rookie these days. Rookie mode has been forced upon us. And instead of resenting it, I want to embrace it. In March 2020, when we had to shut down in-person worship services and gatherings because of the COVID-19 pandemic, I remember thinking to myself, ah, no problem. I can make this shift until Easter Sunday. Well, Easter Sunday 2020 came and went, and I thought to myself, oh, we're going to be online until the end of the summer. I can do that. Well, as we all know, the end of the summer became the end of 2020, and then the target we were aiming for became spring 2021. We did start to meet again last spring, and we'd hoped that we would be through the pandemic and back to something at least approximating normal by now. Well, it's January 9th, 2022, and COVID infection rates have been trending upward. When we've embraced our rookiness in this moment, when we've acknowledged that we have little or no experience knowing how to live through a worldwide pandemic, it's been then, in the rookie zone, that we have been most creative. We've thought outside the box and created new approaches to our ministries, and so have many businesses, schools, hospitals, and everywhere else. We've been able to innovate because we've pivoted to the rookie zone. We've accepted the fact that we often don't know what in the world we're doing and moved forward anyway. I love what famed UCLA basketball coach John Wooden once said, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Listen to that again. It's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts. I love that. Today I wanna to focus on our lives on being perpetual rookies. I wanna do that for a couple of reasons. The first reason is the one that I've already mentioned. The ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has reminded most of us how much of a rookie we really are. Here's the second reason why I wanna talk about life in the rookie zone. Last week on the first Sunday of the year, Pastor Steve talked about some ideas that might've sent some of us into the rookie zone. Steve encouraged us to once again be disciples of Jesus who make other disciples of Jesus. That challenge can leave us feeling insufficiently prepared to live that out. I want to be the kind of disciple who can be, have a positive influence for the kingdom of God in my work, my community, in my relationships, and in the world. And I know that many of you do as well. And I also know that many feel underqualified to be that kind of disciple. We can either allow our rookiness to disqualify us, or we can embrace the fact that we are indeed rookies when it comes to our life as a disciple. Here's what I've discovered. In some fundamental sense, we will always be rookies. And if we can fully embrace that fact, that can set us free to just get on with living into this challenge to be people of influence in our world for the kingdom of God. I wanna share from personal experience one absolutely essential key that is enabling me to live into Jesus's call to be a disciple who is involved in the process of disciple making. Without this key, it would be impossible for me to be a growing disciple of Jesus. And it would be impossible for me to equip others to be healthy, growing disciples of Christ. And that key is the ability to admit that I'm a rookie and will be a rookie for the rest of my life. 
Bob Hurley, the founder of the multi-million dollar action sports business, tells a story of an encounter he had early in his career with Australian pro surfer Wayne Rabbit Bartholomew. This chance meeting happened one day when Bob was out surfing at Huntington Beach in Southern California. Hurley was surfing with the pros and the other really good surfers on one side of the Huntington Beach Pier. On that side of the pier, the waves were better and it was less crowded. The culture of that beach at the time dictated that you had to be a good surfer to surf on that side of the pier. On the other side of the pier, Hurley saw Rabbit, the world champion at the time. He was surfing with the kids on the smaller waves on the other side of the pier. When Hurley invited Rabbit to come join him in the other, on the other side of the pier where the waves were bigger and he could surf with the pros, Rabbit thanked him. That's kind of you, mate, but I need to be here with the kids. This is where I get my energy. They teach me. The Aussie champ then went back to surfing where the waves were inferior, but where he could learn alongside the kids. With all of his expertise, Rabbit could still shift into rookie mode because he knew he could still learn, even from other rookies. And I'm sure many of those kids learned a lot by surfing with Rabbit. The word disciple means learner or apprentice. To be a disciple is to be a person who is perpetually in learning mode. To be a disciple of Jesus is to always be, in a primary sense, a rookie. Think about this for a second. If you and I consider who Jesus is, how could we ever see ourselves as anything but a learner, a rookie? To be a disciple is to be a rookie. To make disciples is the process where one rookie or a community of rookies help other rookies never lose sight of their rookiness and together they become more and more like Jesus. On this first Sunday after the Christmas season, I wanna reach back to a passage Pastor Dan spoke on on the Sunday after Christmas. I wanna take another look at this story because it's such an incredible example from the life of one of the most important rookies in the history of the church. Because she was able to embrace her rookiness, her life had an enormous impact for good in our world. In Luke chapter one, Mary, the mother of Jesus, has an encounter with an angel that throws her life into the rookie zone. She is by no means the only rookie in the New Testament. The Bible is full of them. I wanna explore why a life lived in rookie mode is so liberating and actually helps us become more mature followers of Jesus. And in the next few minutes, I want us to consider some strategies that will help us to be disciples who can pivot from our experience and expertise to rookie mode and be used by God to make other disciples of Jesus. Let's look at Luke chapter one, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to God to, to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Couldn't even imagine what this was like. Mary, a teenager, was going about her business when suddenly her life was interrupted. She was getting ready to marry a man by the name of Joseph. Preparations were well underway for that celebration when suddenly Mary is thrown into the rookie zone. She was probably surrounded by family and friends, including older married couples, who were helping her get ready to be married to Joseph. But this unexpected interruption of her plans has placed Mary in the rookie zone. And it's a rookie zone like no other. 
No one had ever been through what she was about to go through. Startled by the angel Gabriel, she clearly doesn't understand what he's saying to her. She's got questions. She hasn't shared any of those questions out loud yet, but it's my bet that she's begun to honestly ask them to herself. Verse 30, the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I'm pretty sure the angel Gabriel understood what Mary was going through. Being in rookie mode can sometimes make us nervous, even afraid. So the angel speaks to Mary's fears. Gabriel shares with her what is the most frequent command in the Bible, do not be afraid. As we continue to navigate through this pandemic and as we hear God's call to be a growing disciple of Jesus who is called to be an influence for the kingdom of God in our world, we need to hear this same encouragement. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to embrace your rookiness. Do not be afraid to live into God's call to be a person who can impact your world for good. So the angel Gabriel continued, verse 31, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? Mary now reveals that she knows that she is in rookie mode. I love how she simply embraces her rookie status. How could this be? I don't understand what you're saying to me. What you're saying is impossible. I'm not going to have marital relations with my fiance Joseph until after we're married. So what are you talking about? How is this child going to be conceived? There are all sorts of pressures on us to avoid admitting how much we remain rookies in life in general and as followers of Christ in particular. Many of us don't like being rookies, but could it be that God might have some of his best gifts for us that he can only give to us if we are in rookie mode? It's true that no one wants to see a rookie cardiologist when you show up at the ER with chest pains. But at the same time, you don't want a cardiologist who is so cocky that they are not continuing to develop their skills. I want people who are in positions of great responsibility to, people, to be people who can pivot from their experience to learning mode. Having the freedom to voice our questions, having the freedom to seek input and ask for help is part of the beauty of rookie mode. Why do some of us lose the ability to admit we don't know what to do or say or that we don't understand what is going on and simply ask for help? Mary did not have that problem. Verse 35, the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Now watch Mary pivot. This is an absolutely beautiful moment. Watch her embrace her rookie status and simply entrust herself to God. Verse 38, then Mary said, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Mary probably still doesn't understand what the angel is talking about. How could she? Nevertheless, right there in rookie mode, she says yes to God's will for her life. 
Mary had at least three potential responses to the promises made to her by the angel Gabriel. First, Mary could have said, nope, that's impossible. There's no way that's going to happen, and I want nothing to do with it. Mary could have chosen to walk away from it all, and sadly, that is the choice many make when they hear about Jesus and his claims. It's also a response many Christians make when they hear Jesus' command to go into the world and make disciples of all people. Instead of embracing their rookie status and saying yes to Jesus, they remain on the sidelines. Don't let that be you. There's a second possibility. Mary could have said, yep, I've got this. Now that I have this promise of a child, I will get to work on all of that, and, my, and in my own efforts, I will bring forth the Son of God. That was not going to happen. But you know what? Some of us, when we hear this call to make disciples, we think we have nothing to learn. We seem to think we are the repository of wisdom and knowledge about God and are eager to share those insights with others while failing to acknowledge that we still have much to learn. What I've discovered is that if you lead only with your strengths, your expertise and experience, and not demonstrate that you too remain a rookie, you will not create healthy, transparent, open, authentic followers of Jesus. And they will not be equipped to face the real challenges of life. Our capacity to bring to the table what we're really good at is not the only thing we need to work on when we think about being an influence for good in the world. We need to cultivate the ability to acknowledge what we don't understand or don't know. I want to be around people who can pivot from their experience to learning mode. I want to be around people who can admit what they don't know and can ask for help. Let me be blunt. No one likes to be around a know-it-all. I know I don't want to be around you if that's how you live your life. I want to be around people who understand what John Wooden was talking about when he said that it matters most what you learn after you think you know it all. I want to hear how you're choosing to access the rookie zone today. What are you learning now? What are you challenged by? I am so grateful that I have places where I can not only bring my gifts and experiences, but places where I can also bring my inexperience, where I can ask for help and be the rookie that I am. Being a rookie is not just a leadership technique I've cultivated over the years, though it has made me a better leader. It's part of the truth about who I am. I remain a rookie in so many ways. That's simply the truth about who I am. I remain a rookie. When I can admit that to myself and to others, I can be a lifelong learner. I believe that it's when we remain lifelong learners that we have the hope of ending up as truly wise people who can bless others and be helpful in a rapidly changing world. Mary had at least three potential responses to the promises made to her by the angel Gabriel. First, Mary could have said, nope, that's impossible. Or she could have said, no problem, I've got this, I'll take it from here. But there is a third option. This is the one Mary chose. It's an option that is available to us only when we are in rookie mode. Mary recognized how great her need really was and simply took God at his word. She admitted her inadequacy and chose to entrust her life to the God who promises to be with her. She says, here I am, Lord. There's no way I can make this happen, but even though I don't understand how, I know you can fulfill your promises. So I give myself to you. Would you fulfill your word in me? 
A new adventure began when Mary embraced her rookiness and entrusted herself to God. There are lots of rookies in the Bible. The Apostle Peter always did better when he remained in touch with the rookie zone. It's when he thought he knew better than even Jesus and when he thought he was superior to the other disciples that he got himself in trouble. Remember what happened when he bragged that he would be the only one who would remain faithful to Jesus even if everyone else deserted him. In the end, Peter denied knowing Jesus when his own life was on the line. Peter did learn to embrace his rookiness. And as he did, he was used by God in powerful ways. His rookiness freed him up to take risks and to trust God when what God was asking him to do made little or no sense to him. So what about you and me? Are we in touch with the rookie zone? Would you like to develop the ability to pivot like Mary did? If so, let me encourage you to cultivate these three skills. Be curious, be humble, and be deliberate. Be curious. Curiosity is more than the casual interest in something or someone. Liz Wiseman writes, those who are curious have curious minds who want to learn from the people around them. They want to understand, they seek and explore, they are oriented outward, focused on other people, and interested in other people's ideas and concerns. How curious are you about the world around you, or about the world within you? How curious are you about God, about the book he has given us? Is there a new skill you're eager to learn? Are you interested in taking on a new challenge? Let me encourage you to commit to learning a new skill this year. Be more outward focused. Show genuine interest in others. Mary was curious. She did not understand what the angel was saying to her, but she was curious. She had questions and was willing to ask them. You've heard the expression, curiosity killed the cat. Well, maybe it did do in someone's cat, but experience tells me that a lack of curiosity is soul killing. Curiosity has transformed our world for the better in countless ways. Jesus was always encouraging people's curiosity through what he did, through the things he taught, and the questions he posed. So be curious. Be humble. As Tim Keller has said, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It has to do with thinking about yourself less. I agree with that. But there's more to humility than just that. Humility requires that we be proactive. To be humble is to take some of the energy we would normally just burn on ourselves and invest it in someone else for their benefit. And every time I do that, I feel closest to Jesus because that's the kind of savior he is. The son of God emptied himself. In humility, he came to the earth in order to serve us, to lift us up so that we might become everything he dreamed we would be. Mary was humble. She admitted what she did not understand and yet accepted God's will for her life. In humility, she said yes to God. So be curious, be humble, and be deliberate. Be aware of how well you are cultivating the ability to shift from your areas of expertise to becoming a learner once again. To do what I'm talking about today, we need to make deliberate decisions about how we interact with the people in our lives. Do we only lead with what we know, or can we lead with what we don't know and want to learn? Life as a perpetual rookie is a liberating place to be. 
The amazing news of Christmas is that God deliberately made himself a rookie. Thank God that he did because his willingness to enter our broken human story as a rookie has made our forgiveness, our healing, our even everlasting life possible for us. God became a helpless child who grew up in a poor family. He entered our world as a child who needed to learn how to eat solid food, to dress himself, to learn to speak, to throw and catch a ball, to learn everything that you and I had to learn. God deliberately made himself a rookie. He fully entered our human experience. He chose learning mode, and I think God did that for many reasons. And I'm convinced that one of the reasons he did that was to set us free to be rookies as well. Maybe you need to embrace your rookiness when it comes to your understanding and knowledge of the Bible. It's not too late to start a daily discipline of reading scripture. Embracing our rookiness will help us again realize that we were meant to journey through life with others. Maybe it's time to join a small group and Alpha is starting up on January 16th. Embracing our rookiness will help us to remember that we are learners and always will be. And that should free us up to build relationships with those who do not know Christ. They may have lots of questions. We don't need to fear what we do not know. When a person asks us a question we don't know the answer to, it's okay to simply say, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that, but I will go and see if I can find out. Embracing our rickiness will free us to acknowledge our need for a deeper relationship with God, who is eager to pour out his Holy Spirit into our lives if we should just ask him. Could it be that one of the best decisions you and I can make at the beginning of 2022 is to decide to admit to ourselves and to others just how much of a rookie we remain in many areas of our life, including our relationship with God? No matter what our age or life experience, whether we're younger or older, could it be that you and I will step into a great new adventure with God when we embrace the truth that we are indeed still rookies with much to learn and lots of room to grow? So fellow rookies, let's head into 2022 saying yes to God's new adventure for our lives. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we are so grateful that you are a God who entered the human story, broken as it is, became a human being, the God-man in Jesus. Thank you for entering our story to bring healing and hope, life eternal, forgiveness of our sins, fresh life, new life being filled with your Holy Spirit. We're so grateful for the way that the Son of God emptied himself and humility came into the world to serve us and to lift us up that we might become all that you dreamed for us to be. And God, I just want to pray along with anyone here who is listening to uh, this message today who has never entrusted their life to Jesus and wants to do that right now. I invite you who want to make a commitment to say yes to Jesus, to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for being a gracious, merciful, compassionate God. Thank you for offering me your forgiveness. I acknowledge that there are so many ways that I have been self-absorbed and consumed, the way I've hurt other people, hurt myself, 
I pray that you would forgive me for all the ways that I have gone off track. Would you forgive me? And would you now fill me with your Holy Spirit as I entrust my life to you? You have given your life for me and I want to give my life for you to live for you and with you for the rest of my life and on into eternity. So thank you, God, for your gift of grace. And I receive it into my life. We pray in the strong name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me and committed your life to Jesus for the first time, we'd love to help you get started on this new adventure with God. Just hit the button in the chat area and we'll be in touch with you. Thanks again for joining us for worship today. If there's any way we can be of help to you, please don't hesitate to get in touch. These are challenging times, but you are not alone. We are in this together. And now, please receive this blessing. And now, to him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his presence with exceedingly great joy, to the only God, our Savior, be glory and honor both now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen. Aloha and ahui ho. It doesn't matter how old we are or how wise we feel, adopting a rookie mindset is the equivalent of having the childlike faith that Jesus asks of us. If you want to catch up on or re-listen to previous services, you can find past sermons on our websites, fpchawaii.org and thevinehawaii.org. You can also find First Pres sermons on most major podcast services and on YouTube. Because of the recent rise in COVID cases, First Pres is back to online worship services only. Those services happen Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Again, no in-person worship for the time being, only online at fpchawaii.org and thevinehawaii.org. Sign up for First Pres emails where you can get links to sermons, daily devotionals, church news and updates, and lots more. And as always, if there's anything First Pres can do for you, just reach out through the website or call 808-532-1111. For Senior Pastor Dan Chun and the entire staff at First Pres, I'm Michael Shishido. Until next time, God bless you, stay safe, and thank you for listening. This sermon podcast is copyright 2022 and produced by the Media Ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Honolulu.